Hey Rebels, yup, if you listen to this podcast, that means you're a motherfucking rebel. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Rebellious. Hello. We have the beautiful honey trap, Miss Madeline. We have her fiance, Danny here. I'm so excited to talk to you both. You guys do something that's so unique, but so needed. <laughs> so let's start from the get-go. Um what exactly is a loyalty test? A loyalty test is essentially finding out what your partner is willing to do behind closed doors. Because of everything that's in the digital realm right now, there's it connects us in so many wonderful ways. But at the same time, you can be having an affair with someone in Australia. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of these women are like, he says he doesn't talk to girls online, but he follows all of these subscription models and you know but i think that if given the opportunity he would engage in some kind of sexual conversation with them and so basically you know everyone has a different breaking point everyone has a different boundary in their relationship and so a loyalty test tests that boundary and sees if that person is upholding their end of the contract of right marriage or partnership or whatever it might be yeah so so how many do you get on a daily basis or even weekly basis? Um, I'd say that, well, requests and actual people who just go through and order it off the bat can range from what anywhere anywhere from like 100 to 600 a day. Yeah. Holy shit. Right. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty wild. So, well, you know, I it's a crazy number, but I'm not total. I am surprised. But now that I think about it, the Internet has brought this situation where the options are unlimited really and also people have different definitions of cheating so totally some girls are okay with their guy liking some instagram models because the mm -hmm. chances of him meeting her kind of slim yeah. kind of right but um what would you say most of your clients what would they consider the definition of cheating is it like what are they looking for exactly I would say that most of them are looking for the denial of the relationship. Mm, okay. And seeing if they will be willing to meet up. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I think that's about the majority. Yeah. The girlfriend denial or like the sexual conversation. Yeah. Like when the tone is getting inappropriate, you know, right. then that's usually what a lot of girls consider cheating. Or if they send special little pictures. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So how many dick pics do you guys actually get? Oh, my God. <laughs> Seen um, way too many dicks this year. Yeah, <laughs> poor Danny. That's my job in the yeah. business. When she gets the when she gets uh, the dick pic, then I'm the guy that has to open it. And that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> they uh, they actually just are sent without warning. Oh, and yeah. in that case, I'm like, oh my god, Danny, mayday, mayday, mayday. We have a dick pic. We have a dick pic. I've seen a dick. I don't want to see. And like, I'm like it's your conversation now. Oh and my so, god. And I'm like. Yeah, I just, I don't want to see it. So, yeah, Danny's especially seen a lot of dicks this year. Oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah, newsflash for any guys listening. Girls don't like dick pics. They don't. Even in the most, okay, I could imagine if you're sexting. Yes. But, Danny, why do you think they send so many dick pics? I have no idea. I've never been <laughs> that guy either. So, that is totally... I have no idea. I don't know why that happens. <laughs> yeah. I get, like you said, I get it if it's like a sexting situation. Sure. You know, or it's, I get it there, but... 
the unsolicited ones, like when they come through after two or three messages, it's like yeah. very confusing. Well, and I guess maybe dudes don't really have too much that can be kind of um, uh, allows it to be like covered. So like, for example, women can send cleavage yeah. and that will get a guy riled up. But like, what could a guy really send? I guess maybe like the top part a little yeah, bit. Like but even sex us, lines. Yeah, the sex yeah, lines. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, not if it's not asked for. Right. Warranted. Exactly. So how did you get into this line of work? When was the first loyalty test? That's such a complicated question because I've kind of done a variation of something like this for Mm -hmm. a while, just kind of like girls looking out for their friends. And um, I was part of a, you know, gathering some information for a pretty intense divorce case where there was like custody and the guy was doing all these horrible things and was also very physically abusive. And so, you know, and then recently I uh, had to testify in court. Um, Just so things like that have happened. And then it kind of just morphed into this, this thing where Danny was like, Hey, you should put this out on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm not like, what am I going to say? You know? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I got you. I'm like, okay. And then it, it, we kind of just slapped the loyalty test label on it because mm-hmm. that was kind of a growing term and you know and then everyone has like their own kind of take on it like mm-hmm. uh, we did a uh, an e- uh, an interview for it was some place in India it was like mm-hmm. some media place in India that actually does yeah, the Snapchat, Snapchat. One. yeah um, I'm forgetting the name too but it was yeah yeah so mm-hmm. had like a little Snapchat filter that was like mm-hmm. and they call it honey trapping and then like so in different countries they'll call it something different but you know, right. It kind of just has taken on its own form. So were you doing this already before you met him? Not as like, um, not as a business. Got it. You know, um, just more of like trying to help where I could or, um, you know, people would come to me for help with certain things that were like very sensitive, very private, very um, legal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that they had someone that was trusted in the middle to help with certain things. And so it didn't feel out of the realm of what I had done previously, but definitely didn't take on this form until Danny suggested it. So I've always been like a TikTok guy or Instagram, not so much Instagram reels, but I love the platform. Like I'll scroll on there. Mm -hmm. And so I've always made videos and meeting Madeline and her family the first time I was like sitting back watching. I'm like anything that I film right now can go viral. And so we came across the loyalty test, uh, one of the loyalty tests, and then Madeline was telling me like, oh, I've done this before. And then my head just goes off. Oh, you I'm came like, across like somebody else doing it? Yeah, on oh, TikTok. Okay. Like there's a lot of girls that do really? it. Really? Yeah, okay. on TikTok. Um, none at this, at, at least at this point, I think we're getting between three and 10 million views a week. So the Madeline, the real, that platform is like far and away one of the uh, top ones on TikTok, if not the very top one. Yeah. But we talked about it one time and, and made a video on something that she had already done before. And the very first video was like 500,000 views oh my on like God. a 2000 uh, follower profile. And before that, we had a couples page, which was at like 100,000 or something yeah. mm-hmm. before we got permanently banned. What'd you but, guys do? Nothing. Yeah, it was <laughs> nothing. There was a trend a while back that was like. Uh, Miranda Cosgrove or they're like. Oh, yes, I remember that. What's your favorite curse? Where she's like, probably fuck. <laughs> 
you know, and oh, then yes, yeah. they're very sensitive. Yeah. And her son was in the room or at when least we did that is, one yeah. and her son's eight years old. And so I get it. You know, they're just like really, really protective over minors. But oh, because he got, was in the video because my son said fuck. Yeah. Uh, OK. Yeah. And so I've seen worse. Yeah, yeah. For real. I've seen like little kids cursing on there and everything. I mean, and we're in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. But that was enough for them to. Yeah. And I'm like, there's oh. not any exploitation. I've seen a few. Exp and you couldn't appeal that. We did. We appealed it a few times and they were just like, there was no Damn. way to get it back. They were yeah. very, very strict on the minor thing, which I get. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I probably shouldn't have posted a video of her eight year old son thing that word. <laughs> I mean, I guess you see other things and you're yeah. like that are worse. And so you don't. Yeah. Really yeah. Think about it. I think most people will be fine with it. I think. Unfortunately, when you're a large corporation like that, they take the ultimate PC route. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you're the talent. You're definitely monetization strategy. Definitely probably talent to background talent talent in this particular case. Mm -hmm. So when you're when someone comes in and they want to get a loyalty two test, do all of them go to become a video or you have to explicitly ask them? Like, how does that work? So no is the short answer. Okay. Um, and we have a terms and conditions page. We're very like thorough about mm -hmm. everything. And one of the things is that I always tell women is um, confidentiality and safety are for both of us are mm -hmm. my number one priority. Yeah. So within that, no, not every test becomes uh, a TikTok and we have like 80 TikToks. Yeah, I think it's like 80, uh, almost 90 at this point. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yes, we do clear it with the girls that are Got involved it. in the test and everything gets blurred out. The confidentiality yeah. laws in California, at least, are pretty strict. So everything gets blurred out. Everything's anonymous and it's cleared with the girl beforehand. Even a, a lot of times on behalf of what we're posting about the guy as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So we never post without consent. And quite frankly, we wouldn't have the time to post all of them anyway. And a lot of them are not really suitable for short form content, you know? <laughs> yeah. Some of them go on for months, like months of back and forth. And then like, I was going to ask that. Okay. So how much does the request cost? It's, or if you want to give a range, uh, I think the base, fee, the base fee is $45. And then there's an expedite fee because if, at the base fee, I think it takes a while to get to it, like at least a week to get to it at the base fee. But then some girls will pay. Uh, there's a hundred dollar expedite fee oh, damn, for a okay. 24 hour turnaround. Mm -hmm. So 145 would get the test done within 24 hours. Well, not done. I want to be careful or about that. Started. Started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one of the things it's like we don't have we don't have control over like we have our tried and true methods of like mm -hmm. getting through or getting their attention or mm -hmm. things like that, and we can definitely work around things um however you know if he he's going to respond in five minutes or he's going to respond in five weeks i don't know gotcha so so you so what's the average time it takes to kind of make or break the test like if you pass or fail from, from start to finish from the time we get in touch with him mm -hmm. to uh, i would say three days yeah, I would. Okay. I was thinking like a range of like three to ten, depending on yeah. how fast the guy's responding. Gotcha. Yeah, and also yeah. it depends on like their level of suspicion, and if the girl is like, "Hey, just you know, take it really slow," and in which case we do charge more for our time because yeah, I'm not gonna spend like eight hours for forty five dollars, right? Like, you know, I was gonna say your hourly. You have to think about your hourly rate. Yeah, exactly. So. And so if they, you know, if they have like a slow roll one that you know, they basically want me to like 
or Danny with my face. <laughs> build a relationship with them. Yeah, you, you kind of have to. Though. Then, yeah, uh, then I'm, you know, then account for that. But um, a lot of the speed of it, besides the the guy's response time, is kind of their personality and what the what the girl is looking for. Yeah, and if it's like going to be something that takes more time to get out of them. Yeah. You know? What's the longest one? Like the which one took the absolute longest? There was one that was so interesting to me because it was like three messages or four messages, but mm-hmm. it took like six or seven months because wow. Madeline originally reached out. The guy replied with something I forgot, but it was really simple. Like, oh, hi. And then he read a few of the messages after that mm-hmm. and then nothing. And we had, in essence, we were like, okay, so this is essentially a pass. Like he was he's polite. Not, yeah, he's not interested. Then seven months later, six or seven months later, he comes back and he's just like full blown aggressive after the first or second message. And so the whole oh. conversation was like one screenshot, but the test took six months, seven months. Yeah. And what we'll do is if the guy is not really responding or he's seeing it and it could technically be a pass, then the woman who reached out has the option of like, we can block them and then it's done. Or I can keep them unblocked and see if they come around again. And sometimes that's happened actually a lot. Like um, there was a girl who reached out and he was like, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, okay, you know, pushed a little bit to her preference. And then um, she's like, hey, just leave them unblocked. And then six months later, five months later, something like that. Yeah. He comes back and is like hitting me up and wanting to talk. And and so I reached out to her and I just was like, hey, did you guys break up? She's like, no, we're actually trying to have a baby. Oh my God. And I yeah. was like, well, you might want to hold off on that. Damn. Yeah. So damn. One thing that struck me in a lot of your videos is how the women start the conversation. They're always like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I have to call you or I'm sorry, I have to message you. Mm-hmm. And it's like this overwhelming feeling of guilt. I thought that was so interesting instead of it's never very uh, unless you're just not showing those as much. Do you get a bunch of girls that are super aggressive, like go get him, fuck him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And actually, those are some that I look out for where I'm like, I like to dive mm. in a little bit deeper because I'm like, if you're feeling that you're not exactly level headed right now or you're feeling all that anger, then maybe, you know, we need to take a step back. And, Good point. You know, figure it out because the last thing I want to do is help someone who is mentally unstable because I'm like, that's not my job. Like, <laughs> right. You know, I don't want to, it could get them and us into like a safety situation. And yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not good. You know, that's essentially when I'm like, Hey, I don't think a loyalty test is the right option for you right now. Like here are some suggestions for other avenues that you can yeah. take that might be better for you, mm-hmm. you know, or sometimes I'll say like, Hey, don't waste your money on a loyalty test. This, you know, this would be my suggestion for you. And then. Gotcha. Like, Use money for a therapist. I've told people that plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. Which really, like, sometimes... There's just... betterhelp.com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, for real, though. I'm like, hey, girl, like, yeah. Um, I'm truly sorry for what you're going through. It sounds awful, but, like, don't waste your time on a loyalty test. Like, you need to get counseling or therapy. And not because I'm being critical of them, but because I'm actually trying to, like, help yeah. uh, push them towards something that they can, like, fully heal from. Right, Definitely. Yeah. And also to your point, we we do choose a lot of similar messages from girls because what we've noticed Mm -hmm. is girls will kind of imitate messages like, oh, if she answered that one, then maybe I should say something in the same kind of way. Yeah. And it just makes it better for short form content because there are some messages where 
it's like four screenshots already of oh the first God. message. And I can't imagine you reading that on no, TikTok and no. having anyone no. stick around. So yeah. we do choose some of the shorter ones and some of the ones that kind of are, are dense, that they get all the information out quickly. They're succinct. And yeah. so it, I've also noticed that too, when I go back and look at the videos yeah. for quality control, mm -hmm. I notice that also that it's like, oh, these messages are kind of similar. These girls are either yeah. imitating each other or there's that many similar relationships out there where guys are being unfaithful. Yeah. I think it's both. Yeah. But that's definitely something that has naturally happened where the girls that reach out kind of start to sound like they really do. They imitate kind of what we put on TikTok. And yeah. so, um, even down to the emojis sometimes yeah. they use like oh, the same wow. emojis and we're like, I know what you're doing there. That yeah. was two videos That's ago. Clever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> and it actually does get our attention too. Sure. We're like, Oh, perfect. They, well, they're paying attention and they put some thought into it and we're like, all right, well, yeah, we'll open yours first then, I guess. Oh my God. So what's, uh, Danny, what's the biggest thing that has been, kind of blown your mind going through this. Did you ever imagine this many women wanted this type of help? Not at all. After we did the first video, I was just thinking like, you know, I've always, like I said earlier, I've always liked posting TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff is fun for me. So we weren't thinking that it was going to be a situation where we posted a loyalty test and then got a ton of girls reaching out. So after that first video going to 500,000 views, which on TikTok is decent, it's not crazy viral or anything, but that's a decent amount of views. And we open up the DMs and it's like, 300 DMs. It's like, yeah. wow. Okay. Wild. Obviously we can't do them all. How do we make it worth our time? You right. Know? Definitely. Uh, turned it into a business from there. What do you think the root is majority of why the men are doing this? Why do you think they do this? My goodness. I've gotten that question before in interviews that we've done. Yeah. I have no idea. Like our relationship <laughs> is so transparent. I've always been pretty, I've always been a very faithful person, mm -hmm. like in any relationship that I've been in. Yeah. So the way that some of these guys go about it is just it's just beyond me. Like they're so yeah. willing to dive into anything from picture exchanges to sexual conversation to like trying to meet up with you. And like it's it's equally yeah. as much of a mystery to me. I can only say it's people that have a low moral compass. Yeah. And probably, you know, just have a low perceived value of their mate status. I find that uh, men that don't really have a purpose in life, feeling unfulfilled, probably cheat the most. At least that's my experience with guys I've dated that have cheated on me. They basically, I dated down most yeah. of the time. Not saying dating up, I haven't had that issue, but yeah, more often than not, dating down has been... Like one of them, the one of them you had that was so funny and terrible. He was a Domino's pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Dating yeah. like a, a lawyer, a right? A lawyer, yeah. And she was like, I'm okay with it that yeah. he does this, mm -hmm. honest work. And he was like stealing her life. Yeah. Totally. It's so crazy because I have a few clients, like coaching clients mm -hmm. and like dating coaching. So we have sessions every week or two weeks. And, um, a couple of them reached out and like, oh my God, I had that exact same experience. Like, and I'm like, that's crazy. Cause I thought that was crazy. Like I haven't seen that as much. And so it was interesting to see like some of the girls who know me better or like have my phone number or whatever, you know, message me and be like, oh my God, that exact same thing happened to me like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if the cheating isn't bad enough or the digital type of cheating isn't bad enough, he's straight up stealing her life, as you said, and pretending yeah. that he's an attorney who drives her car. It's like that yeah, one he blew had, on mine too. Yeah, yeah. And he had pictures with the car. Yeah. I was like, this dude. Yeah. I'm like, was... this would happen in Miami. Where was he located, <laughs> by the way? I don't remember. Where was that guy located? I don't think it was Florida. Oh, I can't remember. I There's so many that come remember. through. 
That's a oh, yeah. so that's a good question. Um, where are they? Oh, Colorado. Usually? It was Colorado. Colorado. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Is it usually west coast of the U.S. that you're getting your messages from, or is it really anywhere? It's anywhere. However, within the U.S., I'd say we get, for whatever reason, we get a lot from Texas, Ohio, and Florida. Three fucked up places. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then we have our fair share of like Utah and Idaho and like some in California and whatever. But I've noticed that those are like the top three spots. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And we have the stats on it too. We keep really close stats on everything. And yeah, those states are always coming up. I feel like New York is a big one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. New York is, is one of them as well. Um, and then we have, I think our, besides Canada, our second highest clientele is in Australia. Okay. Um, then we have a lot of people from the UK. You now we even have people from South Africa and we have Germany, Netherlands. So when you do those other countries, do you try to pretend you're there or you, you keep, you basically keep that you're American? Cause it's hard to like get some of their lingo sometimes. Right. Um, it, yeah, it definitely can be. I think the more challenging ones are when English isn't their first language, because like, if you try to like be flirty or joke, sometimes they take it really literal. And so it's like, okay, that's not going to work. Oh yeah. You know, how do we, how do we pivot from here? Uh, but I, I don't know. It's, it's not too difficult in the sense that we just, you know, say usually that we're going to travel the, there. Is exactly. That That's usually yeah, you use the approach of like, mm-hmm. I have a, like if it's a tropical area or if yeah. it's, we'll look up pictures, if it's a beautiful area, like mm-hmm. usually she'll say something like, oh, I'm traveling here for, um, yeah. for modeling. I'm going to take some pictures there. And then it makes sense on her Instagram because it's a ton of modeling photos from Jamaica to uh, Southern California. At New Zealand, right. wherever. So it's, yeah, it's a good in because I've traveled kind of yeah. and done photo shoots. So. so when you, I actually have not gone through your questionnaire. So like what info do you like absolutely need to even start your like investigation? Well, you know, there's the logistics side of we need to know how to reach them, you know, yeah, their, you know, their name, um, mm-hmm. the status of their relationship, you know, yeah. married, dating, complicated how long they've been in the relationship because that makes a big difference with approach and also kind of with you know sometimes girls will reach out with a crazy story and it's like been three months and I'm like don't waste your time just run you know (laughs) and there's an aggression level which I love that when you added that I feel like that helped so much Mm -hmm. of like is he suspicious or is he not going to think much of it or will he fall for anything like Uh, that sort of thing yeah then we ask for um before we start, we block them from our TikTok. Oh yeah, that makes sense. A of very course. large block list. Have yeah. you been? <laughs> have you been recognized immediately? No, no. Men are so dumb. I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> okay, we are. We are. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Like sometimes I'm, I'm looking at how you write the message. I would never respond to what you say. Obviously, I'm not a man, and I'm right. shocked that men respond to it because it's so. Number one, it's so simple. And for me, it doesn't sound natural. It totally at least depends. It, it, uh, it's, it doesn't feel natural saying right. it. So, uh, <laughs> but also one thing I will tell people is like, we post a lot of similar stories on TikTok because they're easy to uh, transfer to short form content. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely ones that are like way less aggressive and are like much more like, hey, like, whatever it might be. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like I, 
you seem like a really cute dad and like, sorry, that's random, but you know, like your kids are adorable and they're like, oh, thanks. And like, you know, it's like, all right, great. Well, have a great day. And then like, then curiosity gets the best of them. And then they come back a week later or like you post something and then like they like it or you see that they're watching your story. So, you know, but it's just hard to wrap that up and. Right. Yeah. A lot of the ones that's, that are very natural flowing conversations, Mm -hmm. just like, I can't edit the video down short enough for TikTok because it's like talking about anything from like, oh, I went to school here and cool. And like, you know, a lot of a lot yeah. of times you build a, a relationship of of sorts with these people yeah. and there's no real good way to wrap that up. So the ones that are like over the top and ridiculous, those are usually the ones that make it. Yeah, of course. TikTok. Makes yeah. sense. Kind of like um, the crazy auditions of American Idol. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Have you ever basically built a relationship with someone and you felt bad that they failed the loyalty test in the end. You're like, damn it. I was rooting for you. Yes. We have had a handful of guys where either we were rooting for the guy to pass, you know, um, which we always want them to pass, but there are some that do we? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are, there are some where, We feel like we want them to fail in a big way because the Mm -hmm. girl kind of needs her eyes opened. Like, Mm -hmm. so for her own sake, we're like, oh, my God, like this guy better send a dick pic fast because this girl like keeps getting gaslit. And she's like and she'll even say, like, I'm not strong enough to leave on my own right now. And so, you know, that's when we do. We're like, okay, I hope that they fail and they fail really bad, you Mm -hmm. know, and then there are some where it's like. God, this girl is adorable and she's so sweet. And like, you know, we kind of, we build a relationship with her and, you know, mm, yeah. there are some of like the higher priority clients or, um, you know, people that pay us significantly more for our time and, you know, and then they end up knowing Danny and then, you know, so they'll call and I'm like, Hey, I'm here with Danny. And they're like, Oh, hi, Danny. And, you know, they'll be like, well, what does Danny think about this? And, so, oh, you know, okay. so Want things the guy's like, perspective. Yeah. And so that's that's really hard when the guy seems like he might have a chance mm-hmm. and like and we're invested in this girl's life and who she is. Right. And then he fails and we're just like, is it hard? Because I'm sure you like basically turn into a therapist. Is it hard to like get them off the phone? Because, you know, that's so much of your time. Or do you just yeah. start charging extra, basically? Well, I used to spend more time on the phone. And, Which you should, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And just kind of like quick phone calls. And then it just was like, I either felt like I wasn't valuing my time. And it wasn't that they weren't valuing my time, but they were just in a spot where they needed someone. Mm-hmm. And um, and so now if a girl is like, hey, I, I really want to talk. Um, I'm like, cool, you can book over here and, you know, whatever. Okay. But then there are some that like the we just have like more of a vested interest in the girl and and I like, I'll call her real quick and be like, Hey, are you okay? And, you know, talk for like five or 10 minutes or something. Gotcha. But then I'm like, Hey, if you want to talk more, like, you know, you can book the time, but. So what's been like the largest invoice to a client just because of all the time and extra check-ins you had to do or extra work. There's a stat on that on Wix. It's, I think it's like $600 or $700. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably maybe about, a thousand or something. Oh, maybe uh, with your ongoing clients for the yeah. consultations. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, well, um, I'm thinking of someone in particular that, um, well, there uh, there are girls who will 
like hit me up on a continual basis, not even necessarily for like the coaching sessions, but Mm -hmm. because they're like, Hey, this is what's going on now. Or like I'm dating someone new. And so more with those ones where it's like ongoing, then I'll get, okay. So you're helping with dating advice now too. So you do that as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. A lot of girls started asking for that. And so she added a link on there where you can book a consultation and talk to her about any part of a relationship basically. Do you like help them like answer texts and like Mm -hmm. things like that? I wish I had that. I've been pretty good with texts most of my life, but like, man, I just wish I had like someone be like, nah, bells don't, don't send that. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) true. Or like girls will say like, I can't talk to my friends about it because they'll like, I don't one, I don't want them to judge him. Yeah. And two, like they don't get it. They're just like, you know, they get like that protective friend energy, but Definitely. that doesn't help because then you feel like you can't trust your friends. So then you're like alone in your thoughts. And you're like, well, who can I trust? Madeline. And that's <laughs> so true. Sometimes when you tell the friends and family, and even though the other person could, I don't want to say necessarily change, but change their ways, mm-hmm. they won't give them another chance. Right. And it, it causes more animosity. So I, I completely understand that. Sometimes your best friend is the worst person to talk to. They're a little yeah. too close. Yeah. Or they're, you know, if you don't have a friend and most people, unfortunately, can't really see things outside from their own perspective. Or yeah. like, I know that with my best friend, if I tell her something that I'm frustrated about, then she'll have the ability to look at like my toxic behaviors and my patterns and then also like the other person's perspective and then be like well like I you know I I don't know like I think maybe you were just feeling triggered about this because the way that I view what they said you know seems like they're trying to be caring and loving and you know what I'm saying so like but most people can't do that as you know even if it's for someone else so yeah absolutely absolutely so when you were younger did you ever do this or a guy you were dating? No, I. I feel like you no. al- like you always know that what's crazy yeah. about her is like she'll like land on a guy's profile, look at a few things, and like already know before she messages the guy. Like, so what oh, are those things? Yeah, what are those things? <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Sometimes, um, it's like an intuition for you, like a sixth. I sense. can't tell you yeah. what the red flag here is in Florida: a guy holding up a bass. Oh God! <laughs> oh. He knows. <laughs> That's a red flag, like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And the Oakley sunglasses. No oh, haters God. to though. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, there's definitely <laughs> certain ones. And it's like, and sometimes you can't say it because then yeah. people are like, what about this? And it's like, there's yeah. always exceptions, you know, but um, I find that like there's obvious ones like guys who wear like open shirts and like mm. a chain. I'm like, no. Or they're Persian. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many <laughs> white dudes we have yeah. that also try to dress like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It really is like for probably no pictures of their girl. It, yeah. That's definitely one, especially if they've been together for more than a year. That's just really weird to me. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, what they post about, even if they do have pictures with the girl, you know, it's for me, it, literally like down to like how they take the picture Mm -hmm. like it's a selfie but like Mm. there's a different vibe to like different selfies I don't even know how to articulate it yeah it's well you've just done it so much you probably just have these patterns that people just cannot even it's your sixth sense like Danny said all right so what about famous people how many have you had what's your craziest one 
Ooh, we had to be careful on that one. Yeah. Um, how many have we had? I would say 10, roughly like eight to, I'd be surprised if it was more than 15. A class celebrities or are we talking like B, C, D? There's two that were like really surprising to me. And I was like, and they were A class. Wait, does that guy cheat on his girl? And yeah, and yeah, we do have to be careful. No problem. No problem. About that. But, um, yeah, I would say two that are A class celebrities. Like, I don't, I can't think of anyone who doesn't know. Can you say the line of work or the industry? Should we call our attorney right now? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Well, there is, if we're thinking of the, Say the organizations. Yeah, the U- yeah. Or UFC, NBA, MLB. Hockey. NHL. Yeah. Do you listen to uh, Alex Cooper call her daddy? No. She, oh, she's like notorious for dating all the hockey guys. And she said they were the fucking worst. Oh, yeah. And she talked about it on her show constantly. She even, I think, recently did a show where she would. She didn't say their name, but she gave a number. <laughs> their jersey numbers you did the whole thing yeah. Oh, yeah yeah i had a crazy experience this was before i started doing this it was before i knew danny and i was out of town so i wasn't in la i was at a bar with a couple friends and uh there was like one cute ish guy there mm-hmm. and um i don't even remember what it like what, what i think i would i just am like normally like friendly and like Mm-hmm. The, the first person to dance on the floor at the bar when there's a live band and so I was doing that and like he came in and danced with me like it was like country music it wasn't like you know mm-hmm. grinding on each other or anything <laughs> right but then uh he bought me a drink he bought me a beer and I was just like cool thanks you know like whatever and then I like was just kind of doing my thing and having fun with my friends and and then at the end of the night, he comes up to me and he's like, he says, uh, oh, he, okay, sorry. I'm like trying to remember the order of it. I think he, he told me this story. He, yeah, I, like, I definitely yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. He like kind of like turns me around mm-hmm. and then kisses me. Oh, damn. Like, yeah. And then it's just like, call me later if you want to. And he puts his business card in my cleavage and then leaves with his friend. Well, brazen. Okay. And I was like. Um, not interested. I'm not like the hookup type anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I was single, it just wasn't my thing. Um, so I was like, I'm definitely not gonna call you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, and it was a hockey player, and so I'm like, I bet he's married. And so I, and he was. He had kids. And yeah. Like, oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah. They're um, yeah. I've heard that a few times. I even had a good girlfriend here. She was dating a Miami Dolphins player. And he made it seem like she was his number one. And, you know, you're at that age when you're in your early 20s. It's like you don't necessarily say you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend. You just it's perceived. Right. Right. So she was like, hey, babe, um, I'm going out tonight in Miami. I think they were like going to live or something. And he's she's like, do you want to come? He's like, no, no, I'm just going to stay in tonight. He's like, "I, I have practice tomorrow. I can't. She's like, all right, cool. So she goes out and she's partying and live about two hours later. She looks up. He's in the VIP with another girl. So brazen, so ridiculous. And she marches up to the VIP. Yeah. She's like, what the hell are you doing? He would not talk to her. He kept looking away. Wow. Just and she was like, are you fucking kidding me? And she stormed out of live. She left. She went home. She called me. That's when the whole thing happened. He sent her a text that said, you need to relax. You ain't all that. 
Okay. Wow. I was like, that wow. is horrible. Wow. Can't even talk to her in person. What a big, strong man. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I have I have seen that quite a bit down here in South Florida, unfortunately. But you had this one NBA player that uh, Yahoo Sports picked up. Did he ever? Well, tell us how that happened. Babe, what can I say? <laughs> it, I was just, it was like a regular one. It was like the girl reached out and yeah. she said something like, hey, you, you'll like you, you might be surprised who this is or something like that. Yeah, we definitely mm-hmm. get a lot of a lot of those. Of yeah. like, um, I think I read that one first and then yeah. I was like, hey, babe, look at that. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially because like it's funny as I've always followed the NBA and there was a couple instances where I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. And, and then like I've been I was talking to this guy one time, didn't notice that he had a couple million followers and, and he's like, wait, what the fuck? He's like, you're loyalty testing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no way, no way. I was like, like, I love I'm like, guy. I don't even know who he is. Like, and anyway. I can't believe they answer. Like, you're a public figure, really. Yeah. What are you doing? Is it, I, I think that they kind of like that, like thought energy. Is that offensive? I don't no. think so. No. Well, I don't Drake mean can it, say offensive. it You can say it. Exactly. Yeah, I can <laughs> say a lot of things I can't say. Um, but... Yeah, I think that they're kind of just like they kind of just want groupies. Yeah, and and sometimes it's like very calculated. I've noticed that like you'll go and like 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 a picture or make a comment or like leave a different type of a, a message that like will get his attention. Like I've noticed you've done that a lot because it's equally sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, how'd you even get that guy to respond? That's crazy. Like his DMs must be packed. Like yeah. how is he gonna see you and then and then respond? You know. So you strategically like like certain things okay yep yeah or like yep. the stories i've seen you like respond to the stories or like like common connections she said like common mm, connections that's a good one with like a google search of like oh he like here's a picture with this barber or something and like you know that's yeah sort of thing. i try to get kind of like broy on him a little bit gotcha you know like oh you have a picture of so-and-so like yeah. stats less you were crazy yeah <laughs> That's so funny. Have you ever had the other woman message you? Like she knows like the dude's married, mm-hmm. but she wants to see if he's fucking around. Yeah. That's a, like, like really often. more common yeah. than I would have ever thought. There, I'd say the majority of them are more so like he told me he's separated or he told me that, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. They're still living together. And, and I think he's full of shit. I think he, they're still married in that she doesn't know that he's doing this and he's in a relationship with me. So those are the ones that we get more often, but I did have one where the Is girl, it the two girls where we stayed up basically the whole night no. or at least you did. Okay. No, that, that one ended crazy too. Yeah. Uh, and then what we thought was the ending wasn't the ending, but actually the, the one I'm thinking of is I had a girl reach out and she was like, not very clear with what she wanted. She's, she was older. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like mid forties, you know, okay. definitely old enough to know better. And so then once I got all of the information, I was like, okay, let me get this straight. You are having an affair. You're married. You're having an affair and you're having an affair with a guy who is married and you want to know if he's cheating on you. And then the kicker was that 
him and her and the wife all worked together. Oh, my God. And they were one. And and the girl who reached out to me was wondering if he was cheating on her because the work friend would confide unknowingly in the mistress that like he didn't come home last night and the mistress didn't know. And so she's like, it just was really wild. And so I'm always really honest with the girls, which I think is why they feel like they reach out, you know, is yeah. because I'll give them what's really going on. Right. Um, and so I said like, Hey girl, um, okay. I think I understand now. And I'm like, um, with all like love and good energy, like you do not have any right to be wondering if he's cheating on you. Like, you know, like that, I'm not going to do this, Yeah, you know? And then she did give me a little bit more context and, you know, the situation with her husband, I was kind of like, okay, like I'm there. They kind of like knew that they weren't faithful to each other. Like he was kind of just doing whatever he wanted. And so I was like, okay, I don't really blame her in that area. But then like the, the other wife had no idea. Like she thought that they were like a happy family. And so then I just said like, Hey, um, okay, I will make a deal with you. If you want me to do this, I will do it. But I am a thousand percent reaching out to his wife after and telling her. And so then she was like, let me think about it. And then she came back a few days later and was like, okay, damn. So, but I was just, I was really surprised. I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like trying to catch a yeah. cheater when you're well, cheating and he's cheating. And then you're wondering if he's cheating some more. I just like, you get warped. And yeah. I think sometimes women think like, oh, he's unhappy. That's why he's with me. And he doesn't have any extra time. And why would he do that? But right. honey, that's all they have time for. Yeah, I know. If uh, if they're going to be that type of dude. There's a will, there's a way. Yeah, absolutely. So did you actually get to reach out to the wife? If I remember correctly, yes. It was a while ago. I think it was a little bit more of an anticlimactic ending. I think, I don't remember if she mm. saw the messages or not, something like that. Oh, I hardly remember this. I remember yeah. when you told me like about we do it. So many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are some that are a lot more memorable that we like remember from like the reach out message to the yeah. very end. And then some that I'm like, I just remember it was crazy. And then whatever happened. I also think it's wild that like you will do video calls with them to prove you're real. Yeah. Do you ever get worried that they're going to figure out your background or who you are, where you live? No, we keep things pretty, pretty tight. Okay. So we have little security measures that we take that, yeah. you know, I don't want to say. Of course. Um, but yeah, I, I think if anything, I worry about like if I'm walking on the street and they're like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's not to that point, but I'm just saying yeah. like. Also, it, the, the t- TikTok stats are 95% female on almost every video. And mm-hmm. so it's it's super rare. Um, I can see it happening after the fact. Like if a guy is like, you know, you catch him and then he looks you up or whatever, which has happened. And then we've gotten like hater messages or, le- oh, really? or legal threats, you know, really? or like, I want to pursue this matter with an attorney. And we're like. We covered our bases there, buddy. Like, yeah. go ahead and pursue the matter, but we haven't broken any laws, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of those, um, but none that feel dangerous, really. And the ones that have felt dangerous is usually the, the we can tell from the girl's message, like, he's a very violent person oh, and geez, he's done yeah, this and this to me. And then uh, well, he that's just got out of jail for assault. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, we're not going to do this. Yeah. And then so there's Madeline to directs him to, yeah. um, you know, like, a professional that handles that sort of a thing. Cause gotcha. you know, we're not licensed 
therapists or psychologists or anything like that. You guys are literally the new cheaters. By the way, I love that fucking show. Yeah, and I was really sad the guy got stabbed. Joey Greco. I'm, I uh, think he went all the way, man. He too. really did. He really did. And we've gotten approached by a few television um, uh, production companies. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of been thinking about that too. Like, That'd be hey, fantastic. Because it'd be really fun to not be constrained by such a short form on TikTok. Yeah, good point. a lot of times we can't tell the whole story. Yeah. Or like the aftermath. A lot of yeah. the girls will go on and comment like, where's the part two? Where's the part two? But then the girl won't want the part two to be out there. Mm. So we can't do that. And so the idea of doing like a, a show with it is exciting to us because we yeah. can tell the whole story, and make it more interesting. Kind of like a mix of like catfish and cheaters. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, and then you could edit it down to certain. Do you think your clients more or less would be OK with it in a longer show form? That's a great question. Uh, you deal mostly with the girls directly. So um, I don't know. What do you think? There are some girls who are like, I don't want a single thing getting out. I don't want, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's others that are like, will like edit screenshots and send it and be like, this is for your TikTok. I'm like, you're not going to put that out, but thank you. Um, yeah. You know, so some girls are like, this happened and I don't want anyone to know. And some people are like, this happened and I want to share it with as many people as possible so they can look out for the same things and or yeah. if they're going through the same thing. So it's just kind of like people or people who are victimized in any capacity. There are people who want to just like keep it to themselves and people who want to mm-hmm. put it out there to try and help others. So yeah, I definitely. think that there's definitely a lot of girls who want to put their story out. For sure. It is a trauma. It's truly a trauma Mm -hmm. you do go through. Um, I had a guest on, Mac and Murphy. Shout out to him. He's amazing. He did his dissertation at Oxford University in infidelity and like broke down that there's actual genetic material that can kind of basically predict cheating behavior. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, especially if the father cheated or if the mother cheated, how it passes. That doesn't mean you're definitely going to do it, but it can't express itself that way. Yeah. Um. So, and when he, when he was telling me how they did the methodology, I said, well, do men or women cheat more? He's like, overwhelming majority men, yeah. period. And he said, it really comes down to the types of jealousies. Men are more sexually jealous Women are more emotionally jealous. The first thing a woman asks when they get cheated on, do you love her? First thing a guy asks when they get cheated on, did you fuck him? Yeah. 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 So it, it is a trauma you go through. And he was like explaining, like even animals go through a certain trauma when they, you know, lose each other as a spouse or a mate, I guess, basically in the animal world. But um, do you get men that ask for oh, yeah. this? Yeah, we have. What's the percentage? Is it like 90, 10, 80, 20? 95, 5? Yeah, yeah, not even 90, 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And very rare. We do actually have an influx lately of, of gay men who reach out. Oh, interesting. And who are. So Danny will be doing those? <laughs> Sometimes. <Of course>. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that they just, because we, you know, have a team, um, a small mm-hmm. team, but. And so I think that they're just like, hey, can you do this? And, you know, we figure it out. And then um, we will get quite a few of guys that are like, hey, I think my wife is cheating on me, you know. And then the first question I ask them is, well, is she bisexual? Because if she's not, they're kind of just like asking me to like be her BFF and like get information. And I'm like, dude, 
it's going to take like six months. Right. You know, and exactly. or, that's a good point. Yeah. Or if I'm like, okay, yeah, I have a guy who can reach out, but like women aren't chomping at the bit for attention from dudes online, like yeah. in their DMs. And so we get it unsolicited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, if she wants, if a girl online, in my opinion, wants attention, then she'll put it out there. She's not like, have you had a girl like, fail? In a lesbian couple, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do get quite a few of um, the same-sex uh, couples for women. And yeah, we, those have, um, we've had a few that have failed. Yeah, um, and one that I'm thinking of was a Snapchat one oh with, I think it it might be, um, it certainly was the longest lesbian test that yeah. you had done. Yeah. But it was like this long Snapchat conversation going back and forth with the girl who ordered the test. And meanwhile, the girl who was cheating was being so, so sneaky about everything, like leaving at the right times and then coming back and making up the right excuses. And I remember thinking that one was like, that was like worse than a lot of guys cheating. Like yeah. with oh, how women, sneaky it was. I, I, I don't want this to come off wrong, but I think women are far more intentional and calculated if they're going to do it calculated. than men. Men are, tend to be a little sloppy. Um, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> So I can imagine going after the lesbian couples, that's probably pretty tough or any female. Yeah, that it calculated is a great word for it. Because yeah. that's what I was thinking. I'm like, damn, it's so cunning and calculated yeah. the way she's doing this. Definitely. It's so like, yeah. I could definitely see that. So out of all the men or and women too, what would you say is the most common career that they're part of? There's a few. Um any kind of salesman. Mm. Oh yeah. That makes total sense. Doctors. Oh, law enforcement. That's oh, that yes. Yeah, I know. I was like, I know there's is. a really big yeah. one. Yeah. Any kind of first responders. Really? Yeah. EMT, mm. firefighter. Love a man in uniform. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Definitely athletes. I kind of feel like that's a given. Yeah. And yeah. It just as far as the numbers go, we get way more, we get way less athletes and way more first responders yeah. like firemen and um, really? police officers. And yeah, there's a lot of tests that come through like that. Requests anyway mm -hmm. for tests. How many of them are married? Like your percentage? It's like, it's so crazy. It comes in waves. Cause like recently mm -hmm. it's like, everyone's been married mm -hmm. um, or everyone is married that reaches out for a request. But in the past, it seems like it was a lot of like youthful relationships, mm -hmm. like puppy love kind of situations where it's like anywhere from 18 to 25, like been dating for two months, unsure. But yeah. lately it's been like, it's, I feel like it's getting more and more serious. Like we've gotten, or we've gotten, um, 10 year relationships, 12 year relationships. Mm -hmm. It was one that was a 17 year relationship um, marriage recently. Maybe because as you guys get more credible, we're like, oh, okay, they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Maybe they, so. I, I feel like there's just kind of a wave that happens where yeah. like the stories are similar or like, I don't know, there's really weird patterns down to like the girls' names. Like sometimes the yeah. girls will have the exact same name. Oh my God. Yeah. And they'll like submit for a, a form within like a day of each other the same day. It's wild. You think that's so the wild. TikTok algorithm? I feel like it's got to be. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so got to be weird. something like that where there, we've certainly noticed areas being targeted. Like a lot came in from Florida this week or a lot mm. came in from this state this week. And yeah, so definitely. we've noticed that the names one I haven't been able to figure out because yeah, it really so has weird. happened multiple times. Yeah. Or it's the same first name, the same last name. And we're Whoa. like, it's got to be the same girl. We'll go in and look and it's not. Yeah. I'm and like, it's happened too many it? times. It's like getting freaky. That's yeah. very yeah. interesting. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this girl submitted a form twice. And then I'm like, and then some, and then they reach out. They're like, hey, did you get my request? And I'm like, yeah, we're already talking. There's a, there was a girl, same first name, same last name. 
and the exact same Instagram handle with the exception of one number. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it yeah was that's crazy. Wild. She but actually they, texted her because it was one of the girls that you had a good relationship yeah. with. And so you texted her and you're like, can you believe this? this I know. She's like, like, what's her name? <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could share it with you. But anyway, but they yeah. were, yeah, they were completely different, like looked completely different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people, but I was just like, holy shit. I actually have a... F- somewhat famous doppelganger there's um a famous astrologer with my exact same legal name mm-hmm. and someone that she worked with i ended up getting an invitation to like some like my big goodness. famous gala and God. we're both redheads yeah oh my goodness. yeah and so we look very similar we have the same legal name it's actually kind of funny so did you I go should have gone i should neil deGrasse tyson's the best I know, he's right? so cool <laughs> i should have been like hi I know. Yes. So out of, I'm sure the fail is probably majority, but what is that percentage? Is it like 90, 10 fail or is it closer to like 50, 50? I would say, cause again, it averages, it like comes in waves where it's like everyone is failing and mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, no hope for humanity. And then there's times where it's like, oh, okay. We, you know, we have a few decent ones this week mm-hmm. who, um, but I don't know. I'd say it's like 80% fail. Yeah. And one thing that we always say, too, is that it's the pool that it's kind of a skewed statistic because it's 80 percent of guys fail the loyalty test whose partners already already are suspicious of them cheating. Mm, So it's kind of a it's I don't feel like it's a fair stat because I would guess it would be more like 50 50 if you loyalty tested everybody. But in the relationships where the girl feels secure and there's no infidelity whatsoever, Mm -hmm. they don't they don't even reach out to Madeline because everything's fine. So. We're Got getting, it. we're getting the suspicious ones reaching out. And a lot of times there's very good reason to be suspicious. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So I'm sure you've had like different feedback. Do you get a lot of negative feedback on just the loyalty test in general? Yeah. No. I mean, I think most people get it. And then sometimes when there's been like comments on our video, that's like, you know, kind of hatery, like you did this and then like the girls will get them they're like well you're obviously a cheater it's like if you have a problem with it then like sorry yeah you know i don't really care what do you think like always asking for a third party to come into the relationship and say that they pass do you think in the end that actually kills the relationship regardless so you did the loyalty test he passed and do you think he would get pissed and leave the girl anyways for not you know believing in him i think that it's possible and i feel personally like there's nothing wrong with wanting to have more knowledge about where you're gonna put your time and your energy and your heart and your money and all of those different things and i think someone who is reasonable and and has like understanding compassion and love in their heart isn't going to be like, fuck you, I'm leaving you because you loyalty tested me. I think that if they, I mean, it doesn't mean that they can't be angry or can't feel like, hey, why didn't you trust me? I think it really just opens the door for better communication, which we've actually had that happen where they're like, I ended up telling him that I did a loyalty test and he wasn't upset. And then we've actually been able to, like, it opens up a new conversation. But then there are definitely girls that um, usually that are like younger or kind of the relationship's a little bit more unstable where they're like, he's freaking out and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that tells you what you need to know, you know, in in my opinion. Yeah. And I can chime in on this one a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. if I didn't know anything about the loyalty test and Madeline had me loyalty tested, 
to me, it wouldn't be like, there would be no anger involved in that, just personally speaking, because I immediately would turn my attention to Madeline and be like, hey, what am I doing that's making you think that I'm being unfaithful? And that's what I feel like that would is like a what a faithful person would say. But like right. someone who's cheating or like doing something shady, if you had me loyalty tested and I was doing something shady, I feel like I would be defensive and angry. Like, sure. how dare you look? Don't look at my phone. Yeah. How dare you go through my DMs or something like that? But yeah. Yeah. someone who has nothing to hide, they're not going to hide anything. And immediately I would I would go to Madeline and say, like, hey, I understand that you did this. Um, it wasn't necessary, but we should have a conversation. You yeah. know, and I feel like that's a more mature approach than to just be angry and break up with the person. I think the reality is most people are not emotionally mature. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So to have a man respond the way or even a woman respond that way, it's not just men, women too. I mean, it's, uh, you kind of had to have put in the work. Yep. I mean, have you, have you guys kind of a personal question? Have you guys done therapy, whether alone or together? Like, is that how you got to this point or? We have done therapy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, we have. It's kind of, I think that everyone needs therapy. Like, I don't care how Absolutely. good or bad your life was. I think everyone needs therapy because it's. Uh, teaching you certain things and the goal in our therapy together, which we've done a couple of times. And usually when we do it, it's when we feel like we've kind of hit a wall in one area of communication where I'm like, I'm not understanding you. You're not understanding me. We have like the same objective opinion, but somehow we're missing each other and we can't figure out why. And yeah. so one way that I like to describe therapy is that they, um, they're a, like a language interpreter because, mm -hmm. you know, when someone says one thing, you perceive it another way. And then you can't talk if you guys don't even know like what emotional language you're speaking. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just view um, our therapist as like an interpreter. You yeah, know? Like, that's a great way to put it. So and then um, in that case, it really opens up a lot of ability to just like further the communication and it's like not that anything's significantly wrong it's just like being able to have a deeper relationship because you can actually understand what the person is saying and why they're reacting the way that they're reacting what would you say to a girl or even you danny as well what would you say to someone especially a man if they don't want to go to therapy but you really feel they should especially to better the relationship I think men in general don't want to go to therapy. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a lot of ego involved and um, men historically really haven't had to be accountable for anything. And, you know, what I say to women is, well, do you want a man or do you want a man child? You know, if you're going to drag them along kicking and screaming, like if that's the relationship the point. <laughs> yeah. If, if you feel like you can tolerate that, then go for it. I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have an unwilling partner or you have someone who is unwilling to have any kind of self-growth or self-reflection, that's just a huge problem. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So whether in the form of therapy or whatever it might be, if someone doesn't want to improve themselves and doesn't want to improve the relationship because either they're doing something where they don't want to be outed, they don't want to change what they're doing, or they're fine just being completely like stagnant in their life, like if you're fine being with someone like that, then go ahead. Um, but God, that sounds exhausting. It is. And very unfulfilling. Definitely. Very lonely, I would think. Did you go to therapy before Madeline or was she kind of helped propel it? I had been to therapy a few okay. times, not a lot, but a mm -hmm. few times before Madeline. Mm -hmm. And when you expressed wanting to go and talk to your therapist together, I feel like there's 
aside from if someone can't afford it. Like I understand mm -hmm. that, but there's no reason why I would have said no to that or that yeah. I feel like someone would say no. Like if their partner's like, hey, I really would love to go to therapy with you for this and this reason. Will you at least go with me one time? Yeah, you know? definitely. I can't imagine someone just being like, no, no, you want this, but no, I don't want to even dive into any part of my psyche that's going to make me feel uncomfortable or like, or I don't believe in it. Um, and I don't care about you. That's why I'm not going to go. I feel like the answer has to be yes. Like, yeah. will you, will you come to this uh, session with me and try to improve our relationship together? Mm -hmm, and definitely. your therapist is dope. I like her a lot. So that's good. yeah. Um, it was a very pleasant experience and the times that we've done it and yeah. I'm so pro therapy. You know, growing up here in South Florida, it was I, not many people were going, but you know who kind of changed my mind? I was always okay with it. Just, you know, I just didn't actively go on my own. But, you know, who really changed my mind? It's going to sound so crazy. Howard Stern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds insane. I was listening to him one time and he was talking about all the psychotherapy he went through and how much it changed him. And I'm like, if, it, if, if he can change, then... Yeah. And then he also had Mike Tyson on one time and how much therapy he went through. I'm like, my God, Mike Tyson was like literally a pit bull, yeah. you know, and if he can change, I would, it really did change my perspective, like to just very insane men <laughs> to yeah. go get it done. Definitely. Are you ever afraid that people would rather use you to get what they want instead of actually talking to their partner? Yeah. And I will ask that question. You can sort through the bullshit yeah. pretty fast. Um, it's like down to the way that the girls use punctuation, down to like mm -hmm. the words that they use, how they describe things that you can kind of gauge where they're at emotionally. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also one of those things where, you know, I'm like, this girl is like this. And he's like, how do you know? I'm like, I just you can tell because, yeah. and, you know, it's this, this, this and this. And you can tell. I can't tell. But like <laughs> you somehow you have that sense and you can tell. And then woman's intuition. Yeah. For real. I'm, I'm a believer in it. after this industry. I'm a believer in that. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, And then I'll just say, you know, I'll basically say like, hey, is this really necessary? You know, like mm -hmm. I think you're trying to use this as a cop out. Yeah. You know, um, they're like we're in a new relationship and he's doing this and I want to know. And I'm like, well, have you had a discussion about how you feel about that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, then don't ask me right now, yeah. you know, because it's not going to make you feel better anyway. So I feel like you are a therapist. Are you going to school to do this or no, this is just you and all the interactions you've had. Yeah. And just, you know, super fucked up childhood. And that helps, you know, lots of therapy it's as true. a kid. But it makes us better people. No, it, it does. <laughs> it if, can. You, if you if you choose to let it, yeah. you know, make you better. So do you um, feel this need that you want to help these women, not in the sense of like saving them, but helping them realize, helping them know their worth? Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing for me is that I want to normalize the way that they feel because women and you kind of touched on it in the beginning where it's like, hey, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Or like a girl will go through a laundry list of all of the things that he has done or is doing. And then she's like, I don't know, maybe I'm just overreacting. And so I kind of feel like I'm there to like shake their shoulders and be like, this is not normal behavior. Mm -hmm. How you're feeling is normal. How yeah. you're feeling is valid. Like you're you know, I, I think that, again, so many years of, you know, growing up, 
just with the fact that like the man always knows better and that like you're not really feeling what you're feeling or like you're just crazy or you're imagining things or, you know, and so women are like basically taught to not trust themselves and just assume that they're being a crazy hysterical woman. And of course there are crazy hysterical women. There are crazy hysterical men. There's crazy hysterical everyone, you know, like no one's exempt from being like that at times um, on whatever scale. But, you know, these women reach out and they're almost like apologetic that they even have a problem. And, um, and, and so to inconvenience you. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, and I, and they don't want to inconvenience him either, you know? So it's like zero accountability. It's like just a lot of them I talk to, I'm just like, Hey, like, do you want to be his mom? Mm, Do you want to be his mom? Because, because that's really like how I think most of society has raised like men is just like, they don't know how to do their laundry. They don't know how to cook anything. They're just kind of like, they know how to work, go to Mm -hmm. work, but they don't know how to like help a relationship flourish. And the woman does all of that. And it's just like, I don't, I don't want to be anyone's fucking mommy, No, you know, been in a relationship like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's why we're divorced. So it's like, doesn't mean that they're not a good person. Doesn't mean that they don't have like great attributes, but like, God, if you can't grow the fuck up, then be with a man who is grown up that has his own identity, that knows how to actually life. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of women are stuck in this mental box of this jail of like, this is my role. I can't expect anything from him, but I don't know why I don't feel okay. Like, or when girls are like, when they're married for four years or whatever, and they're like, I went through his phone and they're like, oh my God, I know, I know I shouldn't have done it. And like, I'm so embarrassed telling you that I went through his phone. I'm like, girl, you have every fucking right to go through his phone. You guys are married. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you go on there and like view all the private conversations he has like with his family or right. people, but it's like, yeah, I, I feel like that is more of my purpose is just kind of like normalizing what's not normal. Yeah, definitely. You know, and just kind of calling out the bullshit and making stances that are people think are, you know, like Snapchat, like Snapchat is for cheaters. Yes. Yeah, so it started out. At, what was the name of it? Yeah, uh, we, Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Yeah. Yes. I remember when I first saw that. I'm like, wait, what is this? Like, yeah. And so, you know, actually, mm-hmm. when, when we first started dating, I was like, uh, I forget even how it came up, but I remember where we were. And I was like, do you have Snapchat? And you're like, no. And I'm like, thank God. Because if he did, I'd be like, we can't date anymore. <laughs> yeah. For real, like having those, you know, it's hard so boundaries. Good at, yeah. it, like I've used Snapchat before, as you know, and mm-hmm. like, it's even hard to keep the conversation straight in your own mind. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's almost keeping your own conversations a secret from you. Like yeah. I'll go on and see a response from someone and be like, wait, what did they, what did I even say? Yeah. And then I'll go and try to find it and I can't find it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's way too secretive. Like yeah. I don't even remember it. <laughs> Why do you think men tend to have this almost like oblivious nature while in a relationship and just kind of do whatever they want without much accountability? I'm not saying all men, of course. Right, yeah. But there's a, there's a large subset yeah. that act this way. Yeah, it's. Do you I think would, it's parenting? Do you think it's nurture nature? I would. I don't know to be honest, mm-hmm. but I would think it is certainly nurture and and nature. Mm-hmm. You know, as you were saying, your um, your friend who. Oh yeah, Mac and Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's there's got to be some nature to it genetically. After hearing what you told me earlier, yes, nurture of course. If like you know, parents, if if the parents were cheaters or mm-hmm. he's been around a lot of infidelity 
then that would be a reason. Um, again, just guessing. Insecurity, someone that just needs a lot of validation. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Like a lot of validation from the opposite sex, you know, maybe they want to know that, you know, like, hey, I can still get a girl's attention and I have other options or something like that, which is just a terrible mindset, in my opinion. I think it's like. But I think men tend to spearhead that a little bit because, you know, amongst the boys, it's like, oh, who gets the hottest girl, even if she's the most annoying fucking person. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like the fact that she's hot. She's a like murderer, they, but she's right. hot. So exactly. It's okay. Yeah. I've seen that many times here. Yeah. I'm oh like, she goodness. literally can't hold a conversation. Yeah. yeah. But she's, she's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, those are also guys that don't have a lot of substance. Yes. You know, but men can really, um, women are better at compartmentalizing at a multitude. Men are good at compartmentalizing at a time. So I can totally see why a man would, completely ignore the conversation and just keep looking at her like, oh, she has tits, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I see, I do see that. I grew up with three brothers. They were the boys you don't want to date. Sorry, guys, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and they totally messed with chicks growing up. Like I couldn't believe half the shit they pull. It was so crazy. And the girls would keep running back to them, but it's only, I find it's only within the past 10 years that women have really gotten their voice yeah you know and it's like hey i really don't want to deal with that i don't want to be your mom yeah and uh i'm not here to have a a child before i actually have a child if that's the case and uh so i i actually love what you're doing madeline because i think in the end it's a great equalizer the fact that you keep doing it a lot of men are going to stop acting that way because i think it's gonna society's mind is like why are you doing that? You look horrible. Yeah. You know, everything you're, you know, back in the day, in the very beginning, you know, it was so hitting, you would never know. Yeah. But TikTok, man. Yeah. You can't hide. Out those motherfuckers. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I think it's embarrassing for them. Absolutely. um, For the ones that have enough mental capacity. Totally. I can't imagine a guy watching a video. He knows who he is in the video and being like, proud of his actions yeah you know like it, it's it's yeah. a good i think you're right it's great equalizer like yeah. taking accountability for like i actually did do that and that's right. fucked up and i also think it works the other way and this might sound a little progressive to say but i think it also has shed light that you can find someone that doesn't want monogamy yes right. those people are out there and there, there's a lot of people willing to do that and girls have just as much as a healthy sexual appetite as a guy we like it in a different way mm-hmm. like heat up the damn oven before you shove it in yeah that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah no i'm totally with you and i say that all the time to women where they're like he wants to do this he wants to do that i'm like okay well great do you want to do that exactly do you yeah and they're mm-hmm. like well not really i'm like then he's not your person he's not going to exactly. change and you know he's not going to suddenly have different desires because you don't want them. Like you need to find someone that wants that. Or I'm, you know, I have several friends that are in like the, the lifestyle, you know, um, swinger swapping, mm-hmm. you know, there's all different Polyamorous. kinds of, yeah, there's mm-hmm. all different terms for it. And I, I have found that some of them do it out of pressure and yes. they're like, I really love this person. I don't want to let them go, but this is what they want. And then the ones that I actually like, which I don't think is healthy in any form in a relationship, monogamous or whatever. But there's quite a few of them I feel like have some of the best communication that I've seen. Mm-hmm. They have, they're very aware of boundaries. They're very aware of what's okay, what's not okay. Mm-hmm. They talk about everything, 
you know, there's nothing that's a secret mm-hmm. and, um, and, and it works for them yeah. and that's fine, you know? And so I think that a lot of the time, I, like one of the things that I find myself saying a lot is like, why the fuck would he even get married if he just like wants to fuck around with other girls? And I think a lot of it, it's like this societal thing where it's like, this is what you have to do. Yes. And so they pretend to fit that role. I think it also just goes down to individual integrity and morality and things like that as well. But that also is a big, um, God, I mean, I could write a script right now and like of what girls say to me and it would apply to like at least 40% of them. But they'll say like, he says he wants to get like, I don't know why he's doing this and this and this. He says he wants to get married and like he wants to start a family, but blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, hey, he doesn't want to get married and he doesn't want to start a family. Those Mm -hmm. are buzzwords for those kinds of guys Mm, because it's like if you're treating me like shit, but then you're like, but baby, I want to marry you. Then you're like, oh, and then you back off because you're like, well, I'm not going to question someone who wants to marry me because if they wouldn't want to be with me, if they don't want to marry me, they wouldn't be committed. They wouldn't be doing shady things that they wanted to get married. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to have a baby with me. So like it like it fucks with a woman's head. Absolutely. And whether the guy is it just natural douchebaggery that comes out mm-hmm. or if it's like super intentional, you know, they do use marriage and children starting a family, buying a house together, like all of those things are huge buzzwords and can be red flags, you know, and it's a buzzword and a red flag if there's not any follow up or if they're doing something shady, because obviously like you want to plan your future with someone and those things are Mm -hmm. said and they're meant. But yeah, I uh, and then eventually they kind of just like get to this complacent. Yeah. You know, area of their relationship and they're like, I guess I got to fucking do it. And then it's like 10 years later, they get married and then It's just, it's a pattern that we've seen so many times over again. Well, I think we're taught as women, and I know the newer generations, it's it's getting much better, but we're taught taught to be ultra forgiving. Yes. Yes, exactly. Fuck that. Ultra forgiving, um, ultra adaptable to limit ourselves, kind of fade to the background. Mm -hmm. Boys will be boys. Though I know that has changed. I don't always like using those excuses, but there is a generation where it definitely applies to. Yeah, for sure. Um, And even in my age group, mid thirties, like you would think we'd be the more progressive, but man, there's some dudes my age. I'm kind of like, really? Like we're still dealing with us. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have a, a friend that's in her early forties and she won't date a guy that's older than 30. Mm, she, she's got, I wish I was more attracted to the younger ones. Well, well, over time. <laughs> they say as you get older, you get more attracted to younger guys, but really? it, yes, but when you're younger, you're more attracted to older guys in yeah. general, not always. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for the Madeline Bram? Well, we have a lot of moving parts all the time. Right now we are working on, well, I'm, I don't think I'll say anything that I'm not supposed to say, but we're um, in negotiations on a TV contract right now. That'd be awesome. Um, we've had a couple of different offers and we're just kind of trying to see what would work best mm-hmm. for us and our family. We also are uh, going to be launching a series here, like a TikTok series on um, like basically dating advice and mm-hmm. red, red flags. A lot of girls don't think that red flags are even like in the they just don't see them and it kind Mm -hmm. of surprises me and so I'll have women be like you need to talk more about this and so we're gonna um, we have a bunch of stuff put together to film and put out there as like content that people can watch as like small series and 
just through our TikTok channel. We also have, we, before this, I had a um, tanning brand. So we, we've been expanding that. And um, she is very tan and lovely, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like anti-sun. I'm like sunscreen all the time. And so I just use my cell tanner. But um, so, yeah, and then that's PETA certified, which is cool. That's awesome. Um, you know, obviously vegan, gluten-free, organically derived. So then we kind of, you know, uh, we started getting a lot of requests for makeup and things like that. So we actually just got everything in place and like everything I'm wearing, my eyelashes, my makeup, everything is all our brand. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that's all, you know, to be launched soon. We have it ready to go, but it's just, you know, all the little details in addition to everything that we're doing now and what other stuff, babe? Yeah. And in in general, you kind of touched it on already, like in general, just experimenting with more long form content. Yeah. That'd be great. Because it's, there's so much more to the stories I was saying earlier. And one of the most commented things as we go through our comments and Mm -hmm. we listen to what the girls are looking for. And one of the most commented things is where's the part two? I have to know more. Yeah. I want to know the aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. Did they stay together? Yeah. They not. Right. Right. So the long form content, I feel like we can encompass all of that. And then actually find, because a lot of the bottleneck is when the, when the um, woman that reaches out doesn't want the follow-up. Right. Or she's like, okay, that's enough. Like, I don't want any more of the story out there mm-hmm. or whatever. But finding that person before, beforehand and then doing a long form content with yeah. either series or YouTube or TV. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Because you yeah. go into some really great detail on like, oh, well, I looked at what he did here and then I found that and therefore I messaged him this way. So it's kind of like true crime for cheaters. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely some really wild ways that we can find people and what they're doing. Um, It's some of the best ones that we haven't even made videos on yet because we're like, that's that's too much of the secret right there. We don't want the guys to know this quite yet. Yeah, sometimes (laughs) we don't put certain things out because it's like... Don't want to give away our secrets, but yeah, then people are like, "Well, how did you find that out?" It's like, "Well, we can't tell I you." I feel like it'd be such good content, though. Like, yeah, people, yeah. Maybe, so eventually, that yeah, too. maybe eventually, yeah. and then also as you get bigger and bigger, I'm sure like your face eventually might be too saturated. Mm-hmm. Might have yeah. to get other girls to do it, other guys to do it. Do you know if there's any male loyalty testers on TikTok? There are. There are a few. Yeah, there are a few. And um, I can't think of their handles um, off the top of my head. But if anybody listening just goes to the hashtag loyalty test. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that are that do the same type of a thing. Yeah. And a lot of girls that cheat as well. But but I also looked at the stats, too. It's overwhelming majority men. It is. I I love when guys come and they're like, girls cheat, too. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, it's like, like we know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, with your straw man argument, relax. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> but yes, the reality is it's true. Both genders cheat. All genders cheat. But, you know, yeah, dudes, dudes are dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been amazing. All right. Thank, thank you. you guys for coming by. Yeah, thank well, you. Thank right. you. You've been awesome.